0: November the seventh, two thousand twenty-two. We are one day away, folks, from the midterm elections, twenty twenty-two. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Van Demark. Got a beautiful day out here this morning. There are blue skies. It's mild temperatures going to get up into the seventies all this week. Got a little Indian summer going on here in the Midwest. All right, well, these are your top five headlines as we come into the elections. Let's start off uh, this morning, Monday morning, with headline number five. Liz Cheney endorses third Democrat for the midterms. There is a reason she was voted out of office. Axios, Republican Representative Liz Cheney, endorsed Representative Abigail Spanberger, Democrat from Virginia, for Congress on Saturday, marking her third Democratic endorsement ahead of the midterm elections. Cheney, a vocal critic of former President Trump, marked her support as Virginia's Democratic-leaning swing district is expected to be key in deciding which party takes control of Congress. From the Washington Examiner, the Wyoming Republican focused much of her campaign on denouncing Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election, urging Democrats and independents in the state to re-register to vote for her in the GOP primary. However, she finished far behind Trump-backed Harriet Hageman, a one-time ally and informal advisor to Cheney. Cheney is the fourth House Republican to lose her re-election bid after voting to impeach Trump. Okay, so Liz, I guess she doesn't really learn from her mistakes, and she's just continuing down this anti-Trump road, which is just uh, making her look more and more foolish and more and more correct that the Wyoming citizens voted correctly by voting her out of office because she has become completely out of touch. She's just a big loser. We sent her back to Wyoming and she should just stay there, keep her mouth shut because she's really not anybody that people want to listen to. Maybe you might want to consider running for the Democratic Party because it seems like that's what she uh, finds to be the place where she settles in most comfortably as a Democrat. All right, headline number four. New York Governor Kathy Hochul pressed on crime by MSNBC. Fox News, MSNBC's Stephanie Rule pressed Governor Kathy Hochul on crime and her plans to address it in New York City during an appearance on MSNBC on Friday, insisting New Yorkers don't feel safe. After Hochul touted getting guns off the streets in New York and her partnership with New York City Mayor Eric Adams, Rule interrupted and emphasized that people do not feel good about crime in New York. From the RNC research, even MSNBC is calling out Democrat Kathy Hochul. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. Post-millennial, New York Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul, Republicans are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going on all across America trying to convince people that in democratic states, they're not as safe. They are data deniers. So folks, this is exactly why the midterms are going to be a red tsunami, because you can just hear very obviously that they're completely out of touch. She doesn't even realize that there's crime in her city. And all the the blue Democratic states where the governors are there, the crime is at the highest. They're not data deniers. Go look it up. Go check it out. Crime in those cities are soaring. They're up. And they just deny it. So they're gaslighting everybody. They're lying. That's what the the Democrats do. They just lie, expecting the low-information voters to just go out and vote Democrat so they can remain in power it's all about power for them. It's not about the American people. It's about them keeping their positions so that they can pad their pockets and help out all their lobbyists that have supported them. So uh, don't vote for Hochul. Give Lee Zeldin a chance. Let him fix things in uh, New York. And hopefully they can win the state house. And it can be a Republican red wave in New York because people are leaving New York in droves because of the city's crime, because of their taxes and because of their government run by Democrats who are completely out of touch with the American people, and especially the citizens of the Empire State. All right, headline number three. Stacey Abrams sets the stage for voter suppression claims if she loses the gubernatorial election. Fox News, Democratic Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, argued that she will win her election on Tuesday if voters can navigate the alleged voter suppression systems installed in her state by her opponent, Governor Brian Kemp, Republican from Georgia. She spent a good portion of her interview with MSNBC anchor Ali Velshi on Saturday complaining about Georgia Republicans' supposed voter suppression initiatives and attempts to game the system to stay in power next Election Day, despite record early voting turnout across the state. From the Daily Wire, in addition to worrying about voter suppression amidst record voting turnout, Abram has also warned voters that Georgians should elect her on transgender kids, will be banned from playing with friends, parents will be forced to lie, 500,000 people will lose health care, and LGBTQ individuals won't be protected. Well, Stacey Abrams has just shown her low intellect She's, it's okay for her to to call for voter suppression, but when the uh, Republicans call for 2020 election cycle as being uh, corrupt, then uh, of course the Democrats yell and scream when it's when it's about them. But when it's for the uh, Republicans, it's uh, oh they're just uh, election deniers. So uh, there you go. That's how they play the game. American people see it. They know what's going on. And, uh, we're going to see a uh, a red wave here uh, tomorrow because. The American people are waking up. They are seeing what's going on. They're fed up with the inflation, with the crime, with the open borders, and uh, that's just how it's going to happen, and we're going to see it tomorrow as long as everybody gets out and votes. So tomorrow's the big day. Make sure you bring a friend to the voting booth, and let's uh, send a message to the federal government and the Biden administration. All right, headline number two. Senator Joe Manchin denounces Biden for vowing to shut down coal plants. From the Daily Wire, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin blasted fellow Democrat President Joe Biden as divorced from reality Saturday in an extraordinary rebuke prompted by Biden's vow to close coal-fired power plants. Manchin, who represents a red state dependent on the coal industry and who has clashed with the socialist wing of his party, Before, reacted after Biden vowed Friday to replace coal energy with wind and solar and shut down plants all across America. From the town hall, Biden on coal. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar, end quote. Senator Joe Manchin, my statement on comments President Biden made about shutting down coal plants. Let's listen to him in his own words. Joe Manchin, quote, President Biden's comments are not only outrageous and divorced from reality, they ignore the severe economic pain the American people are feeling because of rising energy costs. Comments like these are the reason the American people are losing trust in President Biden and instead believes he does not understand the need to have an all-in energy policy that would keep our nation totally energy independent and secure. It seems his positions change depending on the audience and the politics of the day. Politicizing our nation's energy policies would only bring higher prices and more pain for the American people. Let me be clear, this is something the President has never said to me. Being cavalier about the loss of coal jobs for men and women in West Virginia and across the country who literally put their lives on the line to help build and power this country is offensive and disgusting. The president owes these incredible workers an immediate and public apology, and it is time, he learned a lesson that his words matter and have consequences. All right, well, uh, Joe Manchin, gosh, you know, you're the guy that turned your back on the uh, American people and the people of West Virginia when you passed that Build Back Better bill that you got rolled on. You thought that your party would trust you, and they were honest brokers, but they, they rolled you, they scammed you and now you're complaining about your party, I, I'm surprised that you're still a Democrat after what happened to you. And unfortunately, I think the people of West Virginia are going to vote you out anyway because you uh, you turned your back on them, and that's what you get. Now, you're, now you can see exactly who you're playing with. You're playing with the devil, Joe Biden, and uh, that's how I roll. So you shouldn't be surprised what you got, buddy. And uh, you might want to th- rethink that and um, start checking out, see what your Social Security payments are going to be because— Looks like retirement's coming your way real soon. All right, headline number one Polling reveals overwhelming 81% of Americans dissatisfied with the economy. NBC News Republicans held a nine point advantage in high voter interest, 78 to 69%. Still, the overall political environment remains grim for Democrats. Only 44% of voters approve of President Biden's job performance, while 53% disapprove. More than 70% think the country is headed in the wrong direction, and a combined 81% say that they are very or somewhat dissatisfied with the U.S. economy. RNC Research, NBC poll, 81% of Americans say they're dissatisfied with the state of the economy. This is the second highest number we've ever recorded. The last time it was this high was just before the 2010 elections. Okay, so it's the old adage, it's the old verbiage, it's the economy, stupid just like uh, James Carville mentioned back in the Clinton administration. And it holds true today. It's the economy, stupid, and that's what people are voting on. They're voting on the inflation, the cost of living, the energy prices that they see. These are all kitchen table issues, crime, southern border, the three top issues that the American people have. And now, folks, it's your responsibility. It's in your hands. What you do tomorrow will determine the trajectory, the direction our nation heads. And if you want to remain the same old administration that's destroyed our economy and our country and our children, then vote the Democrats. If you want to vote for a change, an opportunity to see America prosperous again, great again, then you want to vote Republican. Nobody should vote for any Democrat up and down the slate, period, end of story. They're not capable of leading our nation. They've destroyed our country all all through the governor's races, the Senate, the Congress. Pull the lever for Republicans. And let's get our country back. This is the worst it's ever been. And uh, we have nobody else to blame but ourselves for voting Democrats in the past. And that's going to end tomorrow. Okay, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast on this Monday One day before the midterm elections, I want to leave you with some very patriotic music. And I want us to think about our nation tomorrow when we go to the polls. How great it is to live in this nation, this God-given nation that was given to us by our founding fathers. And we know that we have many challenges ahead of us. But we know that also America has survived difficult times before in the past. And it's only with God's grace has America been able to continue the great American ideal. And we here at the Affirm America podcast, we affirm God-given rights, God given to us by our founding fathers and this great nation and the Constitution that we live by. So friends, don't fear. Have faith. God is with us. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's a little bit of Brooks and Dunn. Traffic chain staring at the faces in a rear view mirror, looking at the promise of the promised flame. son and a banker's daughter All they want is everything stars they could happen America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget America is great, and we affirm it.